possibilities. Living in a fantasy land is fine, so long as I remember it's not real. As a writer, I get to legitimize my role-playing, living the adventure of hero or villain as the case may be, but I'm not quite so dense as to believe that much of what I spend my cranium capacity on is little more than imagined reality. Today, I'm sitting outside the local high school while my two middle daughters finish up their driver's ed classes. A gentle breeze blows and softens the intense heat of this summer day. The last time I sat in this spot, I had plans well laid, practically none of which actually happened. I went from knowing my life trajectory to not being certain of anything. Even long-standing traditions like going to Mass on Sunday jumped the tracks and entered a new reality, one I never imagined. Some people have told me that they just want things to go back to normal, while others have suggested the possibility of accepting a new normal. My guesstimate would be that we've always lived in a world of possibilities. The surprise is not that we lived in fantasy lands. The surprise is when we're shaken out of them. Yesterday, the girls and I went to pick cherries from a neighbor's tree. My friend had invited us several times, but I wanted to wait until she got all she wanted first and the luscious fruits were fully ripe. So... With a beautiful breeze blowing, the kids and I arranged to stop by with buckets in hand and harvest what we could. I knew what to expect. Green, leafy boughs bountifully speckled with ripe cherries. But that's not what we found. The tree was smaller, older, and there were few cherries among the sparse leaves. Where had the image in my mind come from? Experience, I told myself. History, years of picking cherries off that same tree. Only it wasn't that same tree. It was older and worn and not so fruitful. Long years ago, when my dad and mom divorced, I decided in a fit of self-preservation that I had no dad. I would expel his existence from my mind and cleanse my heart from the hurt of longing for a real father figure. But adulthood, a chance meeting, actually after several grace-filled meetings, we developed a relationship. Though it wasn't an ideal father-daughter thing, it became a source of mutual kindness, a love without counting or defining. As he nears his end, and at 91 I know he can't go on forever, I look back on a friendship that could not have existed outside the grace of God even my kids challenge my preconceptions. My older daughters tend to push the limits, managing things ahead of their age groups, amazing friends with their proficiency and abilities. So, when my youngest came along, I naturally charged ahead, figuring that's what she wanted. Guess not. So, as I think about it on this bright blue sky day, my ability to judge people and situations knows no bounds. I decide I know stuff, not because I have amazing powers of forecasting, inside information, or unlimited spiritual insight, but because I simply want to get a handle on my life, 
and decide between making a hot stew or a cold egg salad sandwiches for dinner, between calling a friend who hasn't responded back in weeks and accepting the inevitable valley in our friendship, between letting the poison of media gossip roll off my shoulders or hugging it like a snake that strangles all hope of sincerity, accepting the mysteries of life and their involved vague possibilities means that sometimes I get things wrong. I do have a dad, and I love the man more than words can say, partly because I've had to fight every demon in hell to hang on to our fragile relationship. I don't know what tomorrow will bring, what will happen with my friends, if the apples will ripen or rot, but I do believe the possibilities exist that hope is not fantasy, that telling people what I know puffs my ignorance rather than fuels the informed. Turns out, I won't make a cherry pie, but we'll have ice cream with a few cherries on top as a treat this week. A possible new friend asked if I wanted to meet for a cup of coffee. Recent media gossip died a couldn't-be-soon-enough death. And... I called my dad on Father's Day.